birds, one stone. That's apparently against vegan values. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, because it's like animal cruelty. No, but how? What? Because you're mean like by a, two you're birds, alluding to killing. You don't know what two birds, one stone is when you like. Oh, you can kill two birds with, with one, one stone, stone, so you can get things done, done quicker with, with one task. attempt. Yeah, yeah, or something like if you're dropping someone home, and then, you. And like you also Uber. needed to pick up something from Sainsbury's. It's not a bad thing to leave your house because you kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's that's. But cool. people are saying it's like against. Like, there's a whole thread I saw of like phrases that should be like changed to like for <laughs> Wait, vegans. What does two birds one stone change well, to? Two two birds, two no, girls, one cup. <laughs> that's what it's gonna ew, change to. Uh, no, wait, hold on. I have that's to find what it's this. gonna change to. No, I have two birds, one alternative alternative did you say mash two potatoes with one fork (laughs) what let's pull two weeds with one yank water two plants with one hose get two giggles from one tickle tickle two ill tickle two tummies with one finger (laughs) how how is that possible i don't know (laughs) idioms that's what they're called we should do an episode on idioms idioms okay we'll do that later Right now we're on episode two. Oh, it's recording. Yeah, I didn't even it's know. Welcome back, guys. This is <laughs> Views from, from the, the six. six. Oh my goodness, that's gonna take some getting used to. This is Views from the Six. You are listening to your amazing co-host Alicia Bell. And me, Warren. Or Waz. As the host of the show. I mean, so we like to tell him so he can edit. <laughs> Wait one second. I have the equipment. I have the location. I yep. have yep. yep. So, so yeah. Warren is the host. Exactly. Everyone, big wink faces. <laughs> <laughs> so how how has your day been? Yeah, it's been Before okay. We start the podcast. Yeah, it's off. been alright. It's you know, it's been a. There's not much to do right now. Watching football, you know, just getting through the day. As you best spend as an absurd amount of time watching grown men run around like back and forth. Yeah, the pitch. chasing the ball and. Your point is? It's just a very odd thing that like men choose to do. Yeah, but that... But everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to watch these men sweat and run back and forth. Yeah, because they've got skill. And like backing it into the net. and <laughs> Backing it into the net. <laughs> the ball goes into the net. Yeah, well, it's really weird that like men spend a lot of time watching that. No, it's not. It's not. What is I mean, the equivalent of football? I mean, we can unpack that, but... Yeah, but what's the equivalent of football for women? Women are very layered, so we there is no equivalent. We like to do many things. Layered. <laughs> so are men. <laughs> There's men who like rugby, who don't like football. There's men who like golf. There's men who like boxing. I'm just hearing a There's lot of sports <laughs> that involve just sitting in front of the TV and watching. Yeah, I mean, maybe for point. some girls, like Real Housewives, but I'm not really a Real I Housewives I used to watch Real, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Did you? Yeah. Who was your favorite? Um, Kenya. Kenya. Is she, Kenya is she the one that went out with the guy who faked cancer? <laughs> what? Wait, wasn't there someone whose husband was like bare problematic? Kenya did have a husband that was a bit mad. But this is off the topic, but yeah. No, Kenya but it's was... fine. Not everything has to be on topic. It's, oh a, it's her introduction. Kenya was the one who, um, she did have a hus- husband at one point and her husband did slightly Fake attack. No, no, no. She, he like attacked the house 
or something. I believe the guy, he clearly didn't write into his contract with Real Housewives of Atlanta that he should be paid for the episode. So he was short of some money. Oh, he <laughs> wasn't getting paid. He wasn't getting paid properly, I don't think. So oh. when that came out, that was an issue. Um, yeah, don't they mess didn't, with my coins. Let's just, just say that he didn't last very long on the show. Maybe a season and their marriage didn't last Wait, very long. Wait, who was but the, she who's did the light skin? Actually, who's no, the light skin she didn't guy? marry him. With she Candy. Is it Candy? No, you're talking about um, Phaedra. Phaedra Parks. The, her husband was dodgy. That and he was, faked having cancer. I don't think he faked having cancer, but he definitely went to prison yeah, for a very like, long time. Yeah, that's like he went time. to prison, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he was doing wow. fraud. But it didn't make any sense because his wife is a, a lawyer and his wife essentially should make like decent bank. So um, it's a bit strange that he ended up in prison. I guess that's how it goes sometimes, you know. But my favourite was was actually kenya and then my second favorite was cynthia cynthia was really nice i liked cynthia uh, the only one i really know is nini oh nini was horrible she was horrible oh shit. she was really bad to people she like, just has loads of memes but, about her on like the but she is really entertaining she came back to the show and elevated the show but i don't watch it anymore i just know yeah. the characters from watching oh, it for a few seasons pleasures. oh don't forget candy candy was yeah candy's wild though isn't she I mean, uh, aren't no, they no, all no. wild? No, 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 settled down, definitely. Oh. No, they're all, like, housewives, isn't it? That's the whole point. They're all, all wi- housewives. No, d- wild, I said. Not yeah, wives. Yeah. But housewives are wild. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that they were settled. Most of them were settled. Most of it was scripted drama. Let's just be honest. I mean, all of it is scripted drama. Mm, some of it. Anyway, let's <laughs> talk about something that doesn't make us lose brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did I do today? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh what did you do today what were you up to i have been running around like a headless chicken today i feel like mm. which goes back i don't know if you guys listened to our last episode but oh yeah thanks for listening taking... by the way yeah we've had such good feedback oh my gosh <laughs> Go on. no but um yeah i've just been doing a lot of errands i not leave things for the last minute which I do sometimes do. But I just feel like, yeah, I could have maybe got some stuff done today, like three days ago. Oh, okay. So... But now I'm here doing the podcast, so I'm so happy and excited. Oh my gosh. This is like the best part of my day. If only you could arrive on time. That was... (laughs) Oh, hush. (laughs) Rushing around. So... Are we going to get into the topic? Let's go for the topic. Go on, you introduce it. So, today's one... I don't know if it's like a little bit controversial. Why? Because like you said before, you were like, "Mm, it might be a little bit mean. But should some people's dreams die? Oh, that's... That's Can't you just word it a bit better? Okay. Should some dreams be let go? Yeah. Should you give up on some goals? I know it's really early in the year. Everyone's planned their goals. But you just don't want to waste time. So I think it's really important to really assess early on whether or not something is going to be worth your while it is difficult to be honest when you do write a list at the start of the year like if i look back at every list i've made i probably failed most of those lists anyway in the past yeah but you know what it's funny because so i don't know a lot of you probably don't know this but i run a wellness account and i'm very much into i think not necessarily giving up but finding new ways of approaching old goals projects yeah so i think so yeah this okay we can break this down so letting go if you're like 
you know, Pfeiffer and want to make women's league basketball champions. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, you could do. At 5'5". Five, five. Like, yeah. 5'5 five, 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 is five. like probably the average For women's, foot, women's basketball. Maybe. Shut up. I'm no, pretty sure. No, it is not. <laughs> if you're good at dribbling the ball, yeah. No, it's not? like being a model. Like, you could be beautiful undisputed but if you're five three you can't expect to be cast in a runway show or supermodels yeah because their sample sizes are for women that are a lot taller yeah but now there's diversity so now they're gonna have to include the why did you roll your eyes no because you're just you're not getting my point my point <laughs> is is that there are certain things that, yeah, we, we're really interested in. Mm-hmm. And like, as a hobby, it's something that's great, but might not necessarily work out for you in a professional, very long-term way. Okay. So there's like measuring or managing your expectations of how far you can actually go with that one thing. Okay. Like, I don't know. I always wanted to do YouTube. Yep. Sick. But because I wasn't consistent and because, you know, I wasn't really that great at editing, saying every year, okay, I'm going to get 5,000 subscribers and uploading two videos a year, it just wasn't going to happen. And after a while, I just said to myself, if I really wanted to get to 5,000 subscribers, I would be making videos like crazy. Yeah. And so that was something that I had to let go. Even though, like, I still love creating video content, it's just my strongest suit isn't editing Mm -hmm. and it isn't necessarily being able to push out things like every single day so that was something i had to let go of in favor of something that i was like you know what i like writing i like wellness i'm gonna make a wellness blog yeah and now that's something that i am interested in and Mm -hmm. thriving in so Mm -hmm. i don't know what's your take on it i would say for goals sometimes you do need to let go so for example i ran a uh, let's just say it was a it was a beverage a premium beverage yeah it was a premium beverage fizzy drink called water kefir so well no it wasn't called water kefir well it was called woe fermentary but i made the drink was, was water kefir. yeah the drink was water kefir thanks for clearing it up you're welcome <laughs> clearing up clarity yeah oh. yeah <laughs> move on in, oh moving on swiftly oh <laughs> so i'll yeah. throw water at you and damage all the equipment <laughs> no 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 chill out chill out chill out no, relax. <laughs> so don't tell me to relax. I don't like it when oh, you tell shoot. me. Oh shoot! Okay, <laughs> okay, we're getting off topic. So, for example, I made walk fear. So when I first started, I had all the enthusiasm in the world. I'd go to shops. I'd ask them to. He had a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> I'd go to shops. I'd put the. I'd ask them to put the drinks in the shop. It was working out, um, and suddenly it stopped selling as well. I kind of. I looked at it and I thought, oh, how could I improve that? I used my network of people who could help me. By the end of it, I kind of, I feel like I failed in terms of being able to continue and drive that product and drive that company. But it was because I think the sales, the tasks that were behind it. So I was also making the drink, I was distributing it. So sending it via the post. I was um, making the orders for the shops. So all of that kind of all culminated into me saying, oh, this is a lot of work as well as holding, <laughs> as well as holding, down, Shit. <laughs> as well this as holding more down, than I bargained. Exactly. For. This is, yeah. As well as holding down a full-time job as well. 
So yeah. my only opportunity was to work on the weekends for this um, side hustle, but it consumed so much time on the weekends that it just became like, I'm working 24 seven pretty much. Mm. I don't get a break. I also had to run Instagram as well, which was the main funnel where I was getting customers and, and getting orders. Now this is all great when you've got the time and you're not really working as much because of um, lockdown and your, your, you've got the free time you've got yeah you can you can plan ahead you can do whatever you like but when you've got tasks and responsibilities that's when the pressure comes and also consistency so we spoke about that in the last episode where you're consistent you should be able to thrive but I think I failed with the consistency I failed with the work and I also looked at the figures and it didn't make any sense yeah whoever's got a drinks brand or any brand that's coming through right now really really do your research honestly it's it's one of the hardest things and one last thing on top of that is when you look around the field so when you're on instagram you're scrolling through most of the people who you will follow are your peers Mm -hmm. and people who will follow you are your peers so when you do look at your peers that pressure comes to light and some of your peers, <laughs> they've what got do you big mean investment. Pressure? Like you're com- comparing Co- yourself. Comparing, yeah. Comparing. It's it's a natural trait in humans to compare the, each other. Yeah, but comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, that's a good quote. Oh. I know. Where did you get that from? It's just life. Mm. I think I learned that very early on, especially when it came to doing, you know, like my YouTube stuff. Okay. Like, I don't know. You have the idea of, well, I've seen this and this is really successful. So I'm going to do content exactly like that. And then when it's not performing well, you're like, but I'm doing exactly like this person. But I think then I realize, well, because I'm comparing myself and trying to do content just like that person, I'm always going to be feeling like I'm behind yeah. and always catching up. So yeah. then I just decided to fuck everything and just do it my way. But also time. So if let's say you gave it time and you added yeah more time to performing that art which is youtube is an art let's just be honest it is an art mm. it's an art it's just a new type of art but something that can hold your attention like for example you'd go to an art gallery and you'd stare at art a painting and it holds your attention for a certain amount of time and you might digital art exactly but with a person that's moving so digital social art. yeah exactly so which is interesting because I do believe YouTube is the biggest educational tool that we have today. Mm, yeah, do you know what? I feel like there is a well-rounded catalogue of things on YouTube. Like, I think if there's something that you wanted to learn, you could. Like, I'm learning how to Photoshop from YouTube. But there are people that will, like, pay loads of money for an actual e-course. But I'm like... A lot of things, like, if you really wanted to pick it up, you could YouTube, like, yeah. I made peppered prawns the other day, YouTube recipe, and yeah. it was, like, this random Caribbean man from nine years ago, and his recipe was amazing, like, so good. Yeah, Shout so- out Caribbean Pots. Oh I mean, my he's probably God. not listening, <laughs> if you guys want a good peppered prawn recipe, prawn? Peppered prawn recipe. Peppered prawn. <laughs> Say peppered prawns five times. Pepper prawn, pepper prawn, pepper prawn, pepper prawn. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Yeah. So back to back on back course. Back to the topic. Back to back on course. You shouldn't. Should we say that if you are giving up on your goal or you're narrowing down your goal, should you 
totally give up on it or should you maybe put it to the side or should you I think look at it from a different perspective yeah maybe an outsider's perspective looking at it from a different perspective and also knowing when to put something down and like knowing that you can't do it alone I think is another really important thing like because sometimes all you really need is the input of somebody else or the help from somebody else Mm -hmm. that like I mean I know at the beginning of your business you were very like against asking for help yeah (laughs) um and i think you learn that it's physically not possible to do every single job that it takes to run a business all on your own that's not and i think in a lot of things like for me i think you know going back to my youtube example like if i had the means and the money if i was able to pay someone to edit my videos i think i would have made a lot more content yeah but because obviously i was like 14 years old that just wasn't viable so i think to say that I would never do YouTube might be a stretch because who knows, I might get to a place where I'm like, you know what? I want to spend the money to get somebody to edit my videos and Mm -hmm. I might have a different outcome because of that. Where you have the financial means to pay someone to become part of your team to do that job for you. So that takes away one of the issues that you- Yeah, all the pain points. I think every every job, every endeavor that you go go into there's always going to be pain points and i think it takes a special kind of person to be like you know what i'm gonna overcome this and just do it all by myself because you know i don't think it's impossible there are some people who really love creating their own content and being their videographer like i know a lot of musicians who like in order for them to get their music out there they've had to do that and it's amazing but now they're in places where it's like okay now somebody else take the wheel yeah i've done enough so it's yeah i mean it's it's a hard one because i think if you are capable of doing it all then it's great but not everybody is and i think it's okay to admit that yes exactly but i've i do believe if you do have a goal you should write it down if you've still got it in ink and you look at it again Mm. and you can come back to that goal and say oh i need this circle or this amount of different or these are the issues around that that goal Mm. and you can maybe resolve a lot of those issues but then you know the people who can take care of the other issues around that goal so if you need someone to edit or if you need someone to create um different visuals for you then that could be possibly be a goal for the future not for now and that that's That's a way of saying no don't you can't just dead the dream. Like I'm you not, can... yeah. Like I'm not giving up on the dream. I'm just delaying it until exactly. I get to a place where I can like see it out to the fullest. I think another thing, um, like an aspect of it that I think maybe like sounds or like why that like should people give up on their dreams sounds harsh is because I think people attach like failure has a negative connotation. Oh, one hundred percent. But I don't think failure is that bad like i read a book by eric kessels called failed it and it's all about failing and how you know a lot of like okay i just might be a bit of hyperbole but like a lot of the greatest inventions were actually mistakes Mm -hmm. like a lot of things like one person went to go and do something else and and actually ended up making something else phenomenal yeah no so i think that's how we got month the munches 
Oh, really? Oh, story time. <laughs> Go on. You know so much. So, Snackmasters, shout them out. Yeah. This is just like monetization. Like, we're just going to shout everyone out. <laughs> Listen now, if you want me to appear on Snackmasters, please just shout. <laughs> Go and tell your story. Anyway, so um, with Monster Munch, when it was first created, the person who was making it was actually making animal feed and noticed that. Really? Yeah, they were making anim- animal feed out of corn and i believe what ended up happening was there was a part of the process where the the corn goes through a high pressure point and as a result it kind of pops into a puff and then that's where they kind of started to develop it into once much but yeah like you said accidents become like other great things exactly and yeah we have to get used to failure so i've got the perfect failure I failed university <laughs> the first year of university. So. Oh, I also failed during my educational journey. Oh, I see. You're not going to say did... university. <laughs> no, I thrived Basically. in university. Um, no, but at A-levels, on my AS levels, I um, decided to take German and economics. German? Two of my choices. Yeah, because I did German all throughout school and I got a B in it. I'm not going to tell you guys how I got a B, but I got a B, put it that way. And um, then I was like, yeah, man, I got this. I'm going to do it for A-levels. And yeah, the first. It's funny because both my German and my economics, I got using them. Like actual you. Like I didn't need to turn up to that exam because I failed it. That bad? That bad. And you were at the exam? And I was at, I mean, my German, like, I kind of knew I was going to fail it because I just, I hated my teachers. I didn't used to go to class. I never did my homework. But economics, like, I was so shocked because I was like, that's why up until this day, I think they did something wrong. So you attended the exam. I'm still kind of I attended my exam and it was like they didn't even give me marks for writing my name correctly. Oh, that's a shocker. (laughs) I can't, I actually am so shocked. But anyway, it all turned out for the better because then, I mean, I was really scared that they were going to make me do an extra year of Mm -hmm. Mm A-levels. But luckily, my one of my teachers was really nice. No, and I was able to make up the credits in doing a booster philosophy and ethics course, which is so much more up my alley because I know how to write a good essay. And I ended up getting a B in philosophy and ethics. And I did the A-level, the two eight, like the two year A-level in one year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I was able to leave school with three Bs. Nice. Very mediocre, but. Oh, I, well, your mediocre is my, my <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if you think three Bs isn't, isn't good, I got, um, I was doing BTECs. So, you know, I got that distinction star. Thank you for the claps. Um, I also got a, did I get a, I got a pass in one of them in science. University, I actually failed my first year. And I'll tell you why I failed. I failed because I didn't ask for help. Oh, (laughs) shocking. So I didn't actually ask for help in the first year. So when everyone was doing their assignments, I didn't figure out how to actually write an assignment. During the first term, I was getting like 40% on the assignment. And if anyone who hasn't been to university that's or doesn't know, just the, the pass, though, that's 40. literally just the pass. But you need like the I was in, of yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was in foundation year. So you need a certain amount of credits to be able to pass the year. 
as a result, uh, we got into the second half in the end. I was like, oh, this can't go on. <laughs> <laughs> this can't go on. Like, I'm failing. I actually seek the help of one of the support teachers. She showed me how to write essays. And from there on, I got 60% or wow. um, 70% But why didn't, in essays. I mean, this is a hard thing, though, because it's just like, so why it's, didn't anybody tell you that you needed the help? That's also interesting. But at university, you're your own you're independent to, adult. Yeah. You're supposed to seek that help out. You're not supposed to go... You're not supposed to um, actually wait for them, wait to, for tell them to tell you. You're supposed to recognise the issue. And yeah, it's not baby time anymore. True. It ain't baby time. Exactly. You're actually paying for this. So you need to go and seek the help that you that you need. So that, that way you can resolve Thrive the issues. Yeah, get the grade that you deserve. But at the, the end of the story is, I missed my f- biology exam. How? Uh, I was working at this nightclub, and yeah, it was just crazy. I was working. You like worked at a nightclub the day before exam. your exam. No, in the in the week. No, but on the build up to the exam period, I was working at a nightclub, and the nightclub wouldn't shut till like four a.m. So <sighs> my sleeping schedule was an absolute horror show. Like yeah. I would literally stay up all night during the week that's so long and wake up early but yeah during that day because i actually yeah i was so tired i literally lived no all my other exams i made it to but that one i was just so tired so (laughs) (laughs) so no because i didn't actually live near the actual university i lived 45 minutes away what that no not 45 minutes away i lived about 30 minutes by bus journey yeah, that's still long. Yeah. I've always, like, in my uni, I was always no more than a 10-minute walk away. Yeah, that was a mistake from me. But Poor it was a sick you. first year. It was a really good well first Well done. Year. <laughs> Points for pieing. For and, pie. <laughs> <laughs> and failing. So in my second year, when people were asking me, oh, so what are you doing for second year? I was like, oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah just going into lectures and and things like that when I actually didn't actually have any lectures really I only had maybe two lectures a week or something like that really and so you had two to take three. first year taking again. first year just the modules that, that I failed, failed again oh, yeah okay you couldn't move on to the next part I couldn't until move you... on failure was actually my greatest success because um, when I figured out okay I've got to make this right in my end of year maths exam which is one of the um, subjects I actually failed I passed it with like 95% or something ridiculous like that in a maths exam and that's because I put the work in and I put the effort in because I knew I didn't want to fail again yeah next step and as a result I finished university with a degree and I got maybe I think I got 67% so I wasn't far off of a first yeah wasn't that well far from first from someone who was failing to someone who's now thrived and gone beyond that yeah and you learned so many lessons from failing i mean i feel like it goes without saying but it's one of those things that people need to be reminded of like exactly it's okay to start like something new and not be the best at it like if anything you shouldn't want to be the best at something uh, you want to be, be able yeah, to grow. grow and learn and realize you know what that went really well but i could have done better in that and exactly. then go on to do better yeah i think that's kind of one of my biggest things i've had to learn is not to strive for perfection the first time i ever do anything because mm. then i get like i mean i was one of those kids like if i wasn't good at it then there was no chance i was gonna do it but now I'm like, no, 
there are things that I actually want to fail at because I want there to be like the beginning of the journey and then the end of the journey where I've actually made it and mm-hmm. then like be able to see my growth. Um, so it's like running is one of those things where I always said, I want to run. I want to be one of those people that run. And then I would just never do it because like anytime I had to run for the bus, I'd be dying and I'd be like, no, you're never going to be able to run. Like shut up. And then during lockdown, I actually ran my first 5k like the first run I ever did was me running 5k Mm. and then like I realized like oh my goodness that's so mad what you can do when you actually push your body I was never able to do it again after that but (laughs) I think that moment was the defining moment where I was like you know what you don't have to run a 5k every time you run but just knowing that you're capable of doing it should push you to do something so every time you run you're better than the last time yeah um so yeah that's kind of my little two cents on it so yeah some dreams if you should be let go if you ever do read any biography what's the main topics what do they always talk about in a biography how they've overcome adversity yeah how they failed how they failed is the main the main point of literally every single biography most of the most of the time and i think this is where society kind of messes up because we're just taught from a young age oh you failed so yeah that's not successful you can't mm. do this or you shouldn't or do we this. celebrate everybody at the end of their journey yeah like that's what we need to remember like whenever you see anybody that's like really being spoken about and blah 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 like they've had a whole career before that that nobody has ever even heard of mm-hmm. because they weren't banging or blowing at that time yeah but it's only now that they've come and they've gone through their trials and tribulations that people are like wow this person is so great like oh my goodness look at them like i'm sure what is it michael jordan tried out for his basketball team and like failed like isn't there like a story about someone who like did basketball and they weren't accepted. Just yeah. someone. I don't know. There's Michael like, Jordan. I feel like <laughs> the goat. There's a story about like a popular basketballer. It is like, Michael Jordan. And oh, he did fail. So you I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I just wanted to put you on edge. You're so annoying. Go <laughs> on. What's the story then? No, he just he went to basketball practice and they said he wasn't good enough, and so he went back home and he trained and trained and trained. And now and he's the goat well it's my it took a little bit it just took a little (laughs) bit more than now he's just a goat but yeah um he had something special he had that dedication he had that that time to fail yeah i think failure is is necessary necessary goals if you fail at them don't don't necessarily let them we've actually come on a journey just talking about this i know yeah don't let necessarily let them die i think Put it down. Know when to put something down and focus your efforts elsewhere. Know when to ask for help because that might be the thing that you're looking for to move you forward. Um, And yeah, just... Yeah, just be great. (laughs) Just be great. Just be great and fail. Exactly. Be great and fail. What's the word? Grace. Fail with grace. Fail with grace and learn from your mistakes. That's the only things you can do, um, really. And but for for our conclusion, should people give up on their goals? Yes, but yes. they should look at the failure as to why they would give up on their goals or why it won't be successful, and try and learn from them so that they can go succeed and succeed else. in in their next steps. Yeah. Or they might actually find that make that mistake and end up with the with a, the successful, a munch munch yeah. munch munch a monster munch a monster munch. 
Oh anyway, thank you guys so much for, for listening, listening to us. Yep. Thank you know you. what to do. Follow, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. I love saying that. And follow us on our socials. I am at E-L-I-S-H-E-B-A dot A-K-A on Instagram. And me, Warren, I am at W-L-J-H one on Instagram. So if you want to just follow us, give us a shout. We're happy to acknowledge. And tell us what you think about failure and what your goals are. And what's the biggest thing you've ever overcome? Yes, definitely. We'd love to hear it. Bye. Peace out.